0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is sponsored by Podcast Bookers, podcastbookers.com. Podcasts are really hot, right? But you know what's also really hot? Appearing as a guest on one of the many, many podcasts out there. Think about it. Much easier than writing a guest blog post. You get some high quality content. You get great backlinks. People want to share that content. Maybe you can even transcribe that content. Being a guest on podcasts, getting yourself booked on podcasts is a really, really great SEO tactic, great brand building tactic. Podcast bookers can get you booked on two to three to four podcasts every single month on autopilot. Go check it out. Podcastbookers.com. Welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz, and my guest today is Troy Dean. He is, like all of us, an online speaker, coach, consultant, podcaster, but he's also the founder of WP Elevation, which is the world's largest business community for WordPress consultants. So, Troy, thanks for joining me.
1: Hey John, thanks for having me on the show. I'm absolutely thrilled and honoured to be here.
0: Well, so in your bio, you use the words both coach and consultant, and I always that always piques my interest. Um, how would you <laughs> define the difference
1: between those two things? Well, the truth is, John, I just haven't decided which foot which camp <laughs> I want to have my foot in. Uh, so, so I, I learned many years ago. I had a public speaking mentor who said to me, a coach is someone who facilitates you to swim the laps and win the race, whereas a consultant actually gets in the pool and swims some of the laps for you. Um, And that's always kind of stuck with me. Um, I do less consulting these days. In fact, I, I hardly do any consulting these days. In other words, I don't actually spend any time on the tools, working on projects, working on client projects. I do a lot of coaching where I help our customers understand the pathway forward, and then they go and implement and execute, and I keep them accountable. Um, whereas I started out as a consultant, where I would literally be, you know, under the hood, tuning the engine and fixing the things for the for the for the clients.
0: Yeah, and I think, or at least experience tells me, those are sometimes different skill sets. Uh, I mean, they're clearly they're you're getting consulting, and you learn some tools. I mean, that's a skill set. But but I think even helping. People in a cons- with a consulting hat on and a coaching hat, a lot of times uh, people that can do one, but they can't do both.
1: Yeah, coaching's – the thing I learned about co- – I mean, you know, when, when I first started out, uh, I, I desperately wanted to be a coach, and I think for me it was a – I kind of wanted that kudos or that kind of status, you know. Um, I realized very quickly that coaching's very frustrating, and I say this respectfully. Most people are, are completely uncoachable. And it's it's very it's very difficult um, it's very difficult and very frustrating coaching uh, people because everyone has blocks everyone has some reason why they can't execute or they can't implement maybe it's fear of shipping or maybe it's you know fear of putting something new out into the marketplace and so, these days i'm very very selective about the the clients that I, the coaching clients i work with on a on a sort of a one-on-one or a very close basis um most of my work is done on a leveraged uh basis where we coach a community online so it's it's you know it's kind of all, all care no responsibility if i can use that term we do our best to facilitate them but at the end of the day they have to get in the pool and swim the laps if they want to win
0: yeah and i think i ended up falling to the other side and it's certainly not as scalable but you know well, i i I want to see people get results. And so I, a lot of times I just found myself saying, oh, just give me that. I'll do it for you. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think that uh, you, you have to be prepared to choose your clients wisely there as well. Yeah, totally. So tell me about, um, well, let me ask you just first to, to give us the high level. What is WP Elevation?
1: So, WP Elevation is an online business coaching program and community specifically for WordPress consultants. We call them WordPress consultants. So it's a it, it comprises of a six-week course that our students go through to basically learn best practices about running a business as a WordPress consultant. Most of our students start out as freelancers. They might be working from home or working from a small co-working space, and they really want to kind of mature and grow up into a, a real business. Um, and that's the journey that we take them on. And then once they graduate from their course, they're part of our our online community, which is a really healthy, strong community of uh, of WordPress consultants from all over the world, helping each other. And we roll out fresh content and webinars and coaching calls throughout the year. Um, and occasionally we run live events, and we all get together and kind of geek out about how cool WordPress is and how cool it is being, a, you know, a, a a business owner and how frustrating it is. And we share our success stories and our our um our challenges with each other and um it's grown into something that it, it's I, I pinch myself every day this little idea that i had over four and a half years ago um has just grown into something beyond me and um it's it's a truly you know remarkable thing now and i feel very blessed that i get to be a part of it
0: well let's talk about uh, i'm going to come back to that community idea uh, but let's talk about wordpress for a minute i um i had the the good fortune of it, I think it was about 2006, the uh, the folks at Automatic actually said, you should be on WordPress. And so they uh, migrated me there. So I've been on WordPress for, what's that make? 12 years-ish, mm-hmm. which is really for a technology. It's continued to grow. It's continued to mature. It's certainly the majority player. But one thing we know about online is all things change and evolve. Um, mm. in, in your view, is WordPress still undeniably the best tool or are some people and frameworks catching up to the point where it might actually be something to keep
1: tabs on well it's a good question and you know i'm going to give you one of those really sucky answers john it kind of depends um you know it depends on your objective is it, the, is it the quickest and easiest tool to get a minimum viable product out the door and get some kind of you know, product market validation? No, it's not. You can use something like Squarespace or Wix to get an amazing website done very, very quickly and very cheaply and prove a concept. The thing I love about WordPress is its flexibility and it's customizable. So the the real power in WordPress WordPress came when they when they released the plugin architecture, which basically allowed other developers to write little pieces of software that extend the functionality of WordPress, and they call them plugins. And when I discovered WordPress back in 2007, the first thing that happened is I discovered the plugin repository, which is this free repository uh, over at WordPress.org, which has now over 30,000. Plugins that you can download and include in your website for free, and they're most of them are usually very well supported by developers who do this because they're passionate about it. But they also do it because it's good positioning for them to be contributing to the project, and it helps raise their profile. The other thing that WordPress has got that I think some of the other um, competitors just cannot match is the sense of community. WordPress is an open source project. It was started. um, It was started by um matt mullenweg leaving a comment on a blog um, mike little in the uk then responded to that comment and they on the opposite sides of the planet started collaborating on this piece of software and that's really the spirit of wordpress is this open source collaboration uh, by people volunteering their time and it's really and that's that community's been around for a long time now and that's really that's a really hard thing to penetrate so or to to try and compete with so i think there are other tools that serve other purposes, but I think WordPress is going to be here for a long time, just because purely because of its flexibility and what you can do with it.
0: So I don't want to go too far down the, the, the technical rabbit hole here with folks, as I want to get back to um, the consulting in the community. Uh, but uh, there's some big changes coming to WordPress uh, architecture that may impact this very thing you just spoke about. Um, is that
1: something that that you
0: are following
1: um not really i mean i what i what i are you referring to gutenberg and yes. the yeah so so what i do know is that wordpress is written on written in phpl and relies on a mysql database which you know if you were starting a web app or a piece of software today you, pro- you might not do that you might not make that decision um for a number of reasons uh gutenberg is a new uh sort of uh, i hesitate to call it a drag and drop kind of um, content builder that they are building and i believe they're building it on a javascript framework i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head it's not not ruby no it's not ruby um they're building it on on a javascript framework which the name escapes me um But Matt Mullenweg has said publicly that one of the biggest challenges that WordPress has moving forward is the availability of good JavaScript developers. So I think as the technology evolves, and, and I'm not a, you know, it's been a, a while since i was cutting code in code editors so i'm not the best person to ask but i think as technology evolves they're doing their best to keep up with what is scalable and what is what is fast and what's economical from a um you know just a a scalability and a usability point of view i mean you've got to remember the same piece of software that we download for free and use to power our websites is the same software that powers wordpress.com which powers millions of blogs all over the world so there is this challenge of 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 um you know, making it a great piece of software for business owners like you and I, but also doing it in a way that it can scale and support millions of websites. So um, I I, I don't look, I don't think any tech, I mean, they've got a great tech team. There's a really, there's some very smart people that contribute to the project. I don't think there's any technical hurdle that they won't be able to overcome. Um, And I'm really looking forward to seeing what WordPress looks like in three years time, because I think it will be very different to what it is now. I mean, they bought WooCommerce a little while ago, and I think it's only, you know, I mean, I think they've got probably got Shopify in their sites, and it's only a matter of time before they really put the foot on the pedal there. So it's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds.
0: I think there'll be a lot of whining from the uh, the plugin community because I think they're going to have to rewrite a lot of code, is what I understand. Yeah, uh, we'll that's a to...
1: that's a good thing, John. Yeah, that's right. That's a good. We have plugins. We're going to have to rewrite ours, and that's a good thing. It keeps us on our toes.
0: Well, and we'll have some links to uh, uh, some coverage of uh, the the Gutenberg uh, idea that uh, that we rounded up for you. So what does a WordPress consultant look like? If I'm a small business owner, and I have many small business owners that are listeners. What would a WordPress consultant look like? And would that differ from somebody that just says, hey, I can do WordPress and I can do, you know, I'm on Upwork and I can do this and I can do that.
1: Yeah, it's a good question. So um, the way that we define a WordPress consultant is a WordPress consultant is someone who sits between the client and the technology, they may or may not be actually using the technology and coding. They may have a team that's doing that for them, but they sit between the client and the technology and they really design solutions for the clients. And WordPress is at the core of those solutions that they design. So they may be using, you know, HubSpot as a CRM, or they may be using MailChimp or Infusionsoft. Um, but they're there and they might be using you know other tools they might be using Shopify they might be using um, You know other other tools to serve other parts of the business but WordPress is the hub and the core of the technology solutions that they provide and so Typically speaking, what, what you know, the fundamental difference between a WordPress consultant and a WordPress developer that you can hire on Upwork is our our guys will walk into a small business and they'll start asking lots of questions rather than just taking a brief and saying, okay, this is the functionality you need. I'll scope it out. I'll tell you how much the code's going to cost. They start asking questions and they start uncovering. Uh, they you know they do you know deep dive discovery sessions and they start uncovering the truth in the business and and you know really what's going on and they help design. Business outcomes rather than technology solutions WordPress just happens to be at the core of those solutions uh, But they're, they're looking to add as much value to that business owner as possible rather than just being a, a you know A code coder for hire.
0: Yeah, and I think that you just my next question was going to be you know what to look for in a good uh, um, WordPress consultant and I think you just answered it really is they should be asking you about your business objectives and growth objectives And, and if they're not starting there, then you know, you probably are looking in the wrong place
1: well, you know, one of the things that happened when I when I first started out, I was building a bunch of websites for friends in the film industry here in Melbourne, and and um I was just coming up against the same uh, conclusion is that I'd build these websites, I'd hand them over, and then crickets, not much would happen, and the, the the client, who was my friend, would be disappointed, and this happened enough times for me to say, there's something broken with this model, what was happening is that my friends were coming to me saying, I need this, I need this, I need this, I was building it using plugins, a bit of code. And eventually, I, I started asking one of my friends, I said, Why do you need that? Like, tell me, tell me what you're actually trying to achieve. And, um, was again, my, my public speaking mentor, Toby, taught me, uh, this framework to ask why lots of times in a very strategic way to take a meaningful brief from a, a customer. And, uh, and when I started asking why, my, the solutions that I was delivering started to change dramatically. Um, they were asking for this plugin and this functionality because they thought that's what they needed. They don't actually know what they need. That's why they're hiring us as consultants to solve that problem. They know the outcome that they want, but they're not exactly sure the best path to get there. If they were, then they'd be in the business of being a technology consultant, but they're not. They're in the business of running a post-production studio. They just want more clients to come in the door, or they want their Instagram feed to look credible, or they want their you know facebook page to be a healthy community whatever the outcome is our job is des- is to design the the solution for them and the client really shouldn't be dictating the technology to us uh, if they are then we've got the balance wrong in that relationship so when i started asking why my business fundamentally changed the impact i was having with my clients fundamentally changed and and that was a real turning point for me in my uh, in my journey
0: yeah no, you really can't design a website in a vacuum uh, today the structure of a site uh, is going to be very dictated by the intent of your customer journey, by the keyword uh-huh. uh, you know phrases that you need to win, and all of that has to be done really as strategy. And a lot of ways, and of course, designers cringe when I say this. In a lot of ways, the the design's just sort of icing,
1: you know, after you build the foundation. Correct. It is, and designers do cringe. They still cringe. They still cringe when I say it. But it's true. I mean, I, you know, it's. You, you, there's many case studies you can see online where the, you know, you can see these horrible, ugly websites that convert really well. Now, having said that, I think as I've matured as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, the one thing I think that we've got apart from our sense of community, the one thing I think that we've got that is a differentiator, it makes it really hard for our competitors to get near us is our brand. And I think brand becomes more important as you mature as a business. But if you need conversions, you need traffic, you need leads, you need customers, then sure, having a good brand is 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 good, but don't do that at the expense of having a great customer journey, having the right keywords to attract the right traffic and having this really beautiful experience. You know, Ryan Dice calls it the, uh, the theme park experience where you know the website is like a theme park and then on the way out you show them through the gift shop and you ask them to buy some souvenirs you know um, and he tries to design online experiences like that where it's a really beautiful experience for the customer and by the way you can you can buy some merch on the way out yeah
0: that's beautiful so you know WordPress is always in the early days and st- not so much as much today because it's so large, but it's always been about community. The you know the WordPress guys would put stickers on their their computers before anybody else yeah. did that, and uh, you know it's all and there's a WordCamp uh, you know ecosystem, and so there's always kind of been that. And I think you've tapped that a little bit with your specific brand of WordPress at uh, WP Elevation. You want to talk about that?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> community took me a long time to get my head around. What community meant and uh, and frankly because when I started out i was a I was a scared little intimidated freelancer who would go to these events and and um, i've you know talked about this publicly I would go to these events and I would go to the first session and then i'd you know run back to the hotel room and and uh, manage my anxiety and then uh, slowly creep back out into the conference and uh, over a period of a a couple of years, and I was speaking at some of these conferences. So I I would speak, I'd come off stage, it'd be a bunch of people wanting to say g'day and have their photo taken and ask questions, and it would just freak me out. And so I I found it very difficult to assimilate into the community for a few years, because I was was intimidated by it. Um, As I kind of found strength and got more comfortable in my own skin, um, then I realized that the that, that again, the real, you know, a real differentiator and a a way of um, prote- protecting your business from competitors is to build a community. So we're very active now in in helping our students get to know each other. It's reflected in our core values. It's reflected in um, the way that we handle our support tickets. It's reflected in, in the, you know the, the decisions we make. I can tell you one of our members who's on a payment plan with us at the moment, he emailed us recently and said, look, I'm getting married and I need to save some money for my wedding. Is it possible to pause my membership for three months? Now, we don't normally pause memberships for three months and then let people pick up. That's not our business model. Uh, but Jean, who's our customer happiness manager, she said she didn't even have to consult anyone on the team. She just knew straight away. She said, no problem. Like, you're getting married totally. We're here to help any way we can. She put some reminders in her calendar to pick up the conversation with Scotty once he's, once he's been married to resume his payments. But they're the kinds of decisions that we make because we treat our clients the, one of our fa- one of our, our core values is treat each other like family, um, and and that includes our, our colleagues, our your workmates, and all of our customers and all of our clients. That we we feel like, you know, without drinking the Kool Aid too much, um, we do feel like we are one big happy family. And I know that from the outside, a lot of people have actually said, oh, W P is a bit of a cult, <laughs> and some people might think that's a bad thing. But as a business as a business owner and a marketer and someone who's worked really hard to build this sense of community, I actually take that as a compliment. Yeah. Uh, because it means we're doing something right. Would you say there is a,
0: a niche element to your community at all? In other words, are they certain industries, certain mindsets? Um, is there any way that you could kind of define
1: what what the cohesiveness is? Well, I think a passion and a love for WordPress is first and foremost. I mean, we just love what this what this piece of technology allows us to do. But also, <clears throat> I mean, it's re- it it is reflected in, in our client avatars. You te- usually. Our members and our students, and I say this respectfully and I know that they won't, you know, they'll they'll agree with me when I say this, is we all feel a little bit like a misfit. You know, we all feel like we're a little bit quirky. We're a little bit, you know, what, most of us work from home. Now, that tells you something, John, right? If you work from home, it's usually because you don't want to hang around with a lot of other people in a corporate workspace because other people tend to freak you out a bit. So a lot of us work from home. A lot of us are a little bit nervous. A lot of us are a little bit kind of, you know… Um, very very eager and enthusiastic to build our own business. We we have families to support. We have dreams and goals that we want to achieve. And so having our own business is very important to us, but we don't really know how to do it. Most of us haven't been to business college or, or, or business school. Most of us don't come from corporate. Most of us come from kind of f- freelancing or some kind of artistic endeavor. There's a lot of photographers and musos in our community. Um, and so we, we feel isolated and we a lot of the times we feel alone and we just need to know that we've got a bit of support from some colleagues who we can lean on when, A, we either need a technical question answered about how to do this on a particular project or we're having a meltdown because a client's driving us up the wall and we just need to vent and we need to have a good cry and we need a shoulder to lean on. And that happens a lot in our, in our community. Um, you know, gins forever sending flowers to people on the other side of the planet and cheer them up because they've had a rough day. Um, so, so I think that, and it's a, it's a soft skill. It's a, you know, you can't, you take that business plan to a bank, you'll never get a loan. You know, um, it's, it's a hard thing to, to, to quantify. It's a hard thing to measure the return on investment, but, Um, what we do know is that our retention rates our course completion rates and our retention rates are sky high compared to industry averages and that's because we we genuinely care about making sure that the people in our program get to know each other and form meaningful friendships and meaningful relationships.
0: Troy tell people where they can find out more about you and WP Elevation and and if there's any other I know you I know you have a diverse set of projects that you work on anything else you want to share with us?
1: sure well I, i'm i'm best to get hold of me on twitter at troy dean uh and WP Elevation. of course is at wpelevation.com. uh we have a, a blog over there we have a podcast we've also just launched a new youtube show this year called silence is golden which is a lot of fun where we talk about all things uh wordpress and we we try and uh, have a bit of a laugh in the process um so you can get all of that over at wpelevation.com and that's the best place to to get all that content awesome
0: Troy, thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, see you out there on the road. I know you spin around the globe a little bit too.
1: Thanks for having me, John. I look forward to crossing paths one day.